Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spirit-Led Hope. My name is Glenn Erickson, and in this episode, we're looking at faith when we need it. I believe most Christians have some understanding of what faith in God is. I mean, faith is belief and confidence and trust in God, even though we cannot see God or physically touch Him. In fact, if you're listening to this and you are a Christian— You could not have become a Christian without having faith. And we often call this type of faith that draws us to Jesus, saving faith. In other words, every Christian has enough faith in God to repent of sins and move into an ongoing relationship with Jesus. Christianity aside, everybody has faith in something. It could be our finances, our government officials, our intellect— It could be faith in science, or faith in the bridges we drive over, you name it. Unfortunately, faith has become somewhat of a dirty word in our culture today. With the rise of atheism, faith has often come to mean something illogical and something to be avoided. And scorn is often directed towards Christians and followers of other religions that practice faith in something spiritual. In this episode, we are not going to look at the broader cultural issues surrounding faith or even why faith in God is logical and reasonable. That may be a ripe topic for a future time, but that's not what we want to cover in this episode. In this episode, we are going to assume that faith in God is valuable and something to be desired. And we base this on Hebrews 11.6, which says this about God. And without faith, it is impossible to please him, for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. What we see is that faith is an essential part of the Christian walk, and there's no way around it. But the benefits of having faith are rewards from God. That's what we just read. These rewards can take on many forms, but the main reward is that we experience relationship with God. An interesting thing about faith is that everyone has it, but not everyone has the same amount of faith. This is what Paul wrote. For by the grace given to me, I say everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith God has assigned. And that's found in Romans chapter 12, verse 3. This is very good news. No one is without faith. Why? Because God assigns faith to each person. Every single person born on this planet has faith. No one can say that they are without faith. And we see that it is a gift from God. And this is also very important. Because faith is a gift, no one should boast about it or think they are better than someone else. Now, if you are a a glass, half-empty type person, you may worry that God did not assign enough faith to you, and you may be tempted to blame God if you feel your faith level is low. But there's more good news because we see from Scripture that faith grows. When Paul wrote to the Thessalonians, he said this, "'We ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers and sisters, as is right,' Because your faith is growing abundantly and the love of every one of you for one another is increasing. 
That's found in 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 3. So what we find is that as we grow in our relationship with God and with each other, our faith grows. Most people will find that there are seasons when it comes to growing faith. Sometimes our faith grows quickly, and sometimes not so fast. And yes, sometimes our faith can be shaken. But I can guarantee you that as you continue to grow closer to God, and you keep in relationship with other disciples of Jesus while you serve others, your faith will trend upward. It may have a few downward blips here and there, but overall, it will continue to grow with time. In my own life, I have found that it's through serving others that I've experienced significant increases in faith. Now, through much of this first season of Spirit-Led Hope, we've been talking about the gifts of the Spirit mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And this includes spiritual gifts like prophecy, uh, speaking in tongues, words of wisdom, and words of knowledge. In the last episode, we looked at the gifts of healing. Every one of these gifts of the Spirit requires an element of faith. You cannot operate in these gifts without some measure of faith. When you pray for someone and they're healed, or you give someone an accurate prophetic word that changes their life for the better, your faith grows. Because this is a verifiable way for you to see that you hear God and that he's actively working in your life and the life of others. So we find that experiencing gifts of the Holy Spirit can add significantly to your growth in faith. It is no surprise then that one of the gifts of the Spirit mentioned in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 is the gift of faith. So let's look at the gift of faith. The gift of faith is not the same as the saving faith we mentioned at the beginning of this episode. The gift of faith is also not the faith that you experience normally throughout the day. In other words, when you experience your daily life, you have some measure of faith in God that you're aware of throughout the day. The gift of faith is not that. The gift of faith is an additional faith given by the Holy Spirit to help you in a particular moment. Once that moment has passed, that extra faith is gone. Now, it is possible that having an experience of extra faith will help your faith grow more, but that is your normal daily faith growing. Uh, The surge of faith and the gift of faith is gone. If I could choose to have one gift of the Holy Spirit under my control, it would be the gift of faith. Imagine if we had unlimited faith or extra faith in God whenever we wanted it. We would step out boldly in prayer. We would follow God without fear. We would speak to the mountains, and they would move. But it doesn't work that way. Like every other gift of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit determines who gets the gift of faith, when they get the gift of faith, and how much faith they get. The gift of faith is not under our control, And that is probably a very good thing. I was thinking about an example where I experienced the gift of faith, and I remember a time back in the mid-80s. It was early in our marriage, and Monica and I were financially in a tough place. If you lived during that time, 
you know that interest rates were at an all-time high. The only house we could afford was a fixer upper, and I believe our first home interest rate was right around 16%. Yeah, 16%. We were living on one small income with a new baby, and we did not even have enough money to heat the house in the winter. Ice formed on the inside of our windows, and we would huddle in one heated room to keep warm. There was one week when I sat down to pay the bills, and we were out of money. I could tell that we were at a financial tipping point and that things could get out of hand very quickly if we could not keep to our budget. When I looked at our bills, we were short uh, some odd number. It was something like, and I'm guessing here, $302.28. Now, that doesn't sound like a lot of money now, but it seemed huge at the time. I felt this desperation and I didn't know what to do. I'm sure many of you can relate to that feeling. I don't remember if it was Monica or if I was the one, but one of us suggested we should pray about it and ask God for help. So we did. While we were praying, something happened to me. There was a moment when I knew without any doubt that I could ask God for $302.28 and he would provide it. I knew that it was in his will. I knew I was asking with a pure heart, and my faith in God expanded. I had absolutely no doubt what God was going to do. So I asked God to provide $302.28 in time to pay our bills. That was the gift of faith in operation. At the time, I didn't even know there was such a thing as the gift of faith, but I was aware of it because I felt a shift in my thinking. After we prayed, I did not even worry because I knew the money was going to arrive somehow on time. I had so much faith and trust in God that I made it into a game of trying to guess how the money was going to arrive. And it did arrive. I don't remember now all the ways it showed up, but I remember the money came in about five pieces. There was one refund from a medical payment or something from like a year earlier. Uh, I think someone dropped off either a belated or early birthday gift. Again, I don't remember all the ways the money appeared, but I do remember sitting down at our dining room table with these amounts of money and adding them together. And sure enough, the amount was within pennies of $302.28. My pocket change uh, covered the difference. That is what the gift of faith does. It's a surge of faith provided by the Holy Spirit for the situation at hand. You have supercharged trust in God. I've often wondered why God did not give me faith for a million dollars. Why only $302.28, which was just enough for the bills at hand. It would have been a lot of fun waiting to see a million dollars pour in, but unfortunately, we don't know enough to specifically answer that question. Only God has enough knowledge and wisdom to explain why he chose to give me $302.28 worth of faith and not a million dollars worth of faith. I suspect it has something to do with God's plan for me and how he wants me to learn to trust him and grow in faith. And, well, I doubt that I could have asked God for a million dollars with the right heart. 
I do know for sure that my appreciation for God and gratefulness for his provision skyrocketed because of the way he helped us. In addition to praying for things, we see that the gift of faith works closely with the other gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now, we've noted several times this podcast season that it takes faith to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Sometimes we don't have quite enough. It's at those times that the Holy Spirit may give us the gift of faith to achieve the task at hand. I've had times when the Holy Spirit gave me a word of knowledge or wisdom or a prophetic word, but I wasn't certain if I had it quite right or if I was with the right person or if it was at the right time. Sometimes in those moments of uncertainty, I'm aware of the Holy Spirit encouraging me to move forward and my faith rises just enough so that I can complete what he wants me to do. Again, that's a gift of faith for that moment and for a specific purpose. In this episode, I said we would talk about faith when we need it. And we just talked about the gift of faith. The gift of faith is without question one of the ways that God provides faith to us when we need it. But in closing, I want us to look at the bigger picture. We mentioned at the very start of this episode that our faith can grow, that our faith can increase during our Christian walk. And this, I believe, is the heart of God. God wants us to be on a trending upward growth in faith. I want to suggest that often we have faith when we need it because God works with us to grow our faith over time. See, God knows in advance the faith we will need for certain future moments. And even though God can and sometimes does use the gift of faith for these times, he also helps our normal day-to-day faith grow so that it's ready when we need it. God knows the perfect way to help us grow in faith so that we have faith as needed. Now, interestingly, that means that sometimes we won't have much faith. There are times when our faith can seem small and impotent, and it may seem to shrink in the face of adversity. But these are the very moments when the Holy Spirit is with us, working in us, comforting us, helping us get through a tough time when our faith says that we cannot. And though it seems counterintuitive, these times that we lean on God are the very times that God will use to step us up a notch on the faith curve. When we are aware that the Holy Spirit, the invisible Spirit of God, is with us, we grow in hope. We gain more confidence that He's with us, never to leave us, and that He is more than enough for whatever we face ahead. And that hope is tightly linked to faith, for hope builds on faith. Hebrews 11.1 says this, Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. We see that faith and hope are complementary. And when we lean on the Holy Spirit in the hard times, in our weakness, He grows our faith for the next time. 
He gets us through the hard spots, and our faith grows in the process. Be encouraged that when it comes to faith, God will use the hard times now to increase your faith for later. In this episode, we looked at how God helps us have faith when we need it. And this can be through the gift of faith or the growth of our day-to-day faith. We also saw that in the times when our faith seems insufficient, the Holy Spirit will help us get through the hard times in such a way that our faith grows. In our next episode, we will look at the ability to distinguish between spirits. As always, if you have any comments, suggestions, questions, or want to share part of your story, please email me at glenn with two ends at spiritledhope.com or simply use the contact form at spiritledhope.com. That's spirit, L-E-D, hope.com. Before I speak the blessing that I say at the end of every episode, I want to point something out. I always say, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him. If you think about it, that is a blessing that you might also grow in faith through your trust in God. You know, joy, joy is something that comes from hope. And peace is something that comes from faith. As I speak the blessing in this episode, let the Holy Spirit do something remarkable in building your faith in God. So now, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope and faith by the power of the Holy Spirit. Until next episode, take care.